Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. A lot of podcast marketing advice starts and ends with build a funnel and keep feeding people into it. And while that can and does work for some, it'll frustrate a lot of podcasters. Here's why. Today's episode is brought to you by the Advancing Podcasting Community at advancingpodcasting.xyz. Because why would I do anything normal? It's a special community just for listeners and readers of Podcast Pontifications. And it's populated by like-minded, working podcasters just like you who also want to make podcasting better. You're already listening to the show, so why not extend the conversation and your influence on the future of podcasting? Join us today at advancingpodcasting.xyz. Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. All models are wrong. Some happen to be useful. And that's how I feel about marketing funnels. Specifically, how I feel about marketing funnels that podcasters can use. The podcasting implementation of the marketing funnel. Now, I'm not going to bore you with the vagaries of a marketing funnel if you're not aware of them. The big idea that you need to, if you need to know it, is just simply this: uh, the funnel moves people from awareness to consideration to purchase. That's it. So for podcasters, marketing funnel idea is making a lot of people aware of your podcast, then getting them to consider your podcast, and then, well, probably not purchasing anything, but or unless you're selling a subscription, uh, but certainly listening to your podcast. And that makes sense, right? Well, yeah, there's a few problems, a few flaws I see in that particular model. And the first is this entire idea of a funnel. I don't know about you, but I use a funnel on occasion, every now and again. And unless I'm not careful, the funnel's job is so that I don't spill anything. I mean, that's the whole reason I stick a funnel in my squeeze bottle and then pour olive oil into it as opposed to just trying to eyeball it in there, right? I mean, a better model for this idea of lots of people coming in and then winnowing down might be a, a sieve, sieve, we pronounce it sieve where I'm from, or, or a filter. Because, you know, not... Every single person who's going to be made aware of your show is worthy of considering your show. I mean, it just may not be for them. I mean, how many billboards do you drive by that aren't for you? How many television commercials do you see or radio spots or podcast ads, for that matter, that aren't relevant to you? Yes, there's the awareness. Good job. 
But if they're not relevant, why is anybody wasting any time on them whatsoever? So again, that's the the idea of a of a funnel would would keep everybody in there. They can't get out, and they and they need to get out. And I think that matters for your podcast efforts as well, right? I think you, just like me, should make it abundantly clear and very quickly clear when your show isn't for someone. I can't stop the awareness from happening, but I can certainly block it before it goes to consideration set. I don't I don't want people who are looking for advice on how to buy a mobile home to listen to my podcast. It makes zero sense whatsoever. So if you're out there using mystery and intrigue as part of your awareness content, well, you, you might want to reconsider doing that. I'd make it very, very plain. You should make it very, very plain as to whom your content is actually for. Now, another flaw in the funnel model is that there's only one entry point to a funnel, the top. You have to pour things in from the top of the funnel and then they filter down. But in reality, people discover podcasts from many different points. They enter their own funnel, if you will, from lots of places, not always from that top awareness campaign. I mean, sure, they might see a social post thanks to an algorithm or maybe a friend share. They'd never heard of you before, and that's great. But where do you drop them into your funnel process? Because if you're sharing a link, it might be an audiogram you're sharing. It might be your episode detail, but who knows what it is. You need to ask yourself that question. What are they seeing? Where and whatever you drop them off to, where is that in this funnel that you developed? They might be searching for a topic, like using a search engine to search for something, and your episode detail page pops up. It's the very first interaction they have with you is that episode detail page. They have no idea maybe it's even a podcast. What's that experience like? Or maybe they're on YouTube watching videos and your video from your podcast, whether it's a clip or the entire episode, maybe that was suggested to them by YouTube. YouTube, you'll recall, is the most often cited service people use to listen to and discover podcasts. So are they going to click and watch? What's, what's your image lyric like? Will Does that entice them to click? Should they be clicking? And if they do click and watch the video, um, now what are they going to do? Finally, there's the problem of gravity. I know, gravity, physics talk in a podcast conversation. You see, a funnel assumes refinement. Again, top awareness, consideration, and then finally purchase. But I've done enough attribution modeling and actual click path analysis in my time, which is way too much. And I can promise you that individuals bounce around through content with randomness and zero discernible patterns. On an individual level, it is completely impossible to predict what someone is going to do once they've entered your funnel. Yes, there are probabilities. But an individual will do weirder things than you can possibly imagine, I promise you. Now, en masse, sure, behaviors of people get fairly easy to predict en masse. And that's why so many marketers are able to set up successful funnels. But we're talking about individual efforts here. And that gets a lot more sticky. 
Successful podcast funnels is by no means a quick fix. And what works for a SaaS company may not work for your podcast. So choose very wisely. Can we talk about podcast conferences for just a moment? Specifically, she podcasts taking place in October. Yay, October. It's coming up like right around the corner in Scottsdale, Arizona. Scottsdale, if you don't know, is a Phoenix suburb. And if you also don't know, I live in Phoenix. So yes, I'm going to be attending. And let me get the elephant in the room out of the way first. I am not a target market for she podcasts attendees. No. Their target is, I'm reading this from them, female, female identifying, and non-binary podcasters, audio content creators, and storytellers. Well, I'm the last part of those things, but I'm clearly, I'm not female, female identifying, or non-binary. Look, that doesn't mean that cisgender dudes aren't welcome at the conference. We are. They want us to attend as well. So please do. I'm going. I'm going to be attending all the parties that I can get to. I'm going to be watching the presentations and generally doing what I do best at podcast conferences, which is conversing with other podcasters and evangelizing the need for everybody to make podcasting better. So if you're coming to She Podcast, please drop me a line and let me know. Evo at simpler.media. Also, make it a point to stop by the table. I'm going to be, I'll be uh, staffing the entire time because I've got some really, really cool swag special just for people that I meet in person who listen to podcast pontification. So definitely come by and say hi. Um, if you want to come and you haven't yet booked tickets, I talked Jess into giving us a great coupon code, uh, A-Z-P-O-D. If you type in A-Z-P-O-D at the beginning of your checkout process, you're going to save like 100 bucks on your tickets. So sweet. Yeah. Shepodcasts.com slash live. There's be a link, obviously, in the episode notes. And, and no, by the way, this was not a paid-for ad spot. This is just me promoting something I think that you should attend. Now, if you got value out of today's show, please return some of that value, either by using the value for value-enabled listening apps to send me some Satoshis. Ooh, I'm almost up to 20,000 sats, baby. Sats, not dollars. Dollars would be nice, but I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the sats so I can spread them around as well. And if that's not in the cards for you, because let's face it, the onboarding process for the value for value stuff is way too complicated for just about everyone out there, then please visit buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and sign up for a virtual coffee contribution, you know, or 12 of those. That'd be nice. That's it. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast, Pontifications. Cheers. Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com, where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript. Both created by Alley Press. Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, 
That right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.